Welcome to another summer series episode. So we parents move aside. We're talking to your kids. We are helping them get clear and passionate and inspired as to who they want to become, who they're called to be, what lights them up, and explore things like entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial spirit and how that can serve them in whatever path they go down. So kids of all ages gather around because today we're talking about the equation that you need to know to be an entrepreneur. And the good news is, is you already have a lot of what you need to explore entrepreneurship, explore starting your own business like your parents have. So let's dive in and let's phrase them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. Okay, you want to know the secret equation? The equation is your innate skills and giftings, meaning what comes naturally to you. How did God make you? What are the pieces of you that are special or make you unique or maybe even different from your siblings, the things that just come naturally? They're not the things that you had to sit down and learn in school or that you had to study, but they're just kind of a part of your DNA. So the first piece of the equation is your innate skills and giftings plus what you're passionate about. Have you noticed that you and maybe some of your peers or friends or parents or cousins or siblings or whomever might have different things that they love? Do you love sports, but you notice maybe one of your siblings is more into the arts? Or do you absolutely love going to the beach and playing in the waves when you have a friend that would much prefer to be on dry land? They don't like the water. There are just some things that you love right? And that's a piece of who you are. So you take your innate skills and giftings, those things that are just uniquely you. You add that to what lights you up, what you are passionate about, and combined those things can become something that can help someone in some way and serve a need people have. And guess what? That is a business. If you can solve a problem for someone, if you can help relieve someone's pain, if you can get someone a little bit closer to the feeling that they desire, even if that feeling is, man, I'm thirsty and I want to quench that thirst, guess what? Your lemonade stand gets them a little bit closer to how they want to feel. So when you have that equation, you can take the things that you're on fire about, you're passionate about, the things you're naturally really good at, and figure out ways to turn those into a business that serves others. Truly good entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are passionate about what they do and love what they do, they find a way to incorporate those skills and those gifts with what they are actually interested in in order to serve a purpose or help other people, to lift other people up, to solve that problem. And this is where successful businesses are born and where the magic happens. And it's also where they sustain. 
a lot of people have the assumption that you start a business just to make money. I can tell you right now, after 10 years of mentoring business owners, many of whom are very unhappy, they might be making tons of money, but they are lacking joy and purpose in their lives because they didn't leverage this equation. So yes, money is important. Yes, you want your business to be able to grow and sustain. You want to be able to pay your people if you hire or whatever it is for marketing or the things that come as expenses in your business. But you want to know in your heart that it is the right thing for you. And you want to be in your sweet spot or your zone of genius as you do what you do and grow in what you do. So my future entrepreneurs, let's start with thinking about what your special skills and gifts are. All right, first off, what do I mean by gifts? I'm not talking about something that's packaged and under the Christmas tree. I'm talking about the special pieces of you. Every person has a unique set of skills or things that come naturally to them that you were born with that make certain things easier for you than other people. For example, my husband, Michael, is really good at math. I am really bad at math. We could both study the same thing and he would just be naturally better at it. In fact, he's so good at it that he even likes it, which tell me a math equation and I my stomach turns. I hate math. That's a natural gifting for him. But I love to write and it comes really naturally to me. I could sit down and I could write 10 pages, whereas doing one math equation would take me so long. I could write and write and write. But for my husband, writing takes him forever. The thought of writing a single page could take him weeks. He'll procrastinate. He doesn't want to do it and it doesn't come naturally to him. So that's what we're talking about when we say these gifts. These are things you're good at and they're usually things you're pretty interested in because oftentimes when we're good at something, we become naturally interested in it. And it's hard to see our own gifts because they seem really simple or trivial or they're so easy to us, but these are things that don't necessarily come easily to other people. And they're the exact skills we should take notice of and celebrate. And sometimes we need someone else to help us do that too. Because like I said, you don't always see those gifts or you don't even see them as gifts. But when someone else witnesses you do it, because it doesn't come naturally to them, they think, wow, that person's really good at that thing. My daughter, Marie, she is just so naturally thoughtful. She puts everybody else first. When I witness that in her, especially when I witness other kids who maybe think of themselves first, I see that that's something really special in her. But when I bring it up to her, she said, well, isn't that just how people are supposed to be? Or she doesn't think anything of it. But it's actually something really unique and it's really good. And it's something that we want to foster in her and help her grow in. So here are a few ways we can start to notice these things for ourselves. So I first want you to designate a special notebook or a journal to start brainstorming some of the ideas I'm going to talk to you about here. And then next, get in the habit of writing a couple of different things you notice throughout your days. This doesn't have to be long paragraphs or pages. If you're like my husband, Michael, and you don't like writing, this can literally be a bulleted note. It can be, I really enjoyed helping my younger siblings today. Or I was really good at cooking with mom and I was able to measure things really easily, but I noticed that for some of my siblings, it was a little tougher. It can be a quick thought or it can be something deeper or something that you journal on a little bit more. Okay, so number one, start a habit to identify what you're grateful for. Often these things, uh, they're the things that we are appreciative of or we're happy about that provide the little clues into our skills and our gifts and our interests. So practice this for a while, 
write down your findings in one place in that journal or that notebook, and you'll start to see some trends or common threads that might be clues into the first part of the equation, right? Those unique skills or gifts. The second thing I want you to do is have your parents or one of your parents carve out some time for an afternoon with absolutely nothing to do. Nothing on the calendar, no obligations, and you have time to do whatever you'd like. What activities would you choose to do? Think about what you're drawn to and try your best not to let it be something that consumes you. So what I mean by that is if you love watching TV, that's not an activity where you're doing it. It's happening to you. The thoughts are being put into your head. You're just kind of sitting there and it's passive. I'm talking about the things that you really enjoy that require you to come alive or to do something or to take action. So think about what you're drawn to and how do you choose to spend that free time? What do you do when no one's telling you what to do? Again, get away from devices, get away from taking a nap. Write this down by right now what you're grateful for and you want to start to notice what might be some of those top passions. What might be some of those things that you just love? Because now you're going to start to have a bank of the things that come naturally to you, the things you're really good at, right? Those skills or gifts and the things that just you enjoy, that you love, that you want to do more of. So the next part of the equation is starting to think about how you can combine what you're good at with what you love and to do that in a way that provides some value to somebody else. Because when you're in business, it involves other people. There's no such thing as kind of being in your own world, doing what you're great at, but not putting it out into the world at all because you're not going to make any money. No one's going to buy what you have to offer. So it's not easy and it's going to take some time to figure out. And the other thing you have to remember is this can evolve and change and grow. The point is you're trying, you're taking action, you're testing things. You might discover, man, I thought I really liked this, but I really don't. And then you'll, you'll know, I say it all the time and I'll say it again. Answers come to those who take action. So the journaling process is the start, but then there has to come in some doing, right? So that you can actually put it into action and see if it aligns with you. So this episode is simply meant to get your wheels turning and be thinking about this equation as you go through life. It's not meant for you to find the answer and have it all figured out immediately and have it be the thing that you do forever. So ask your parents about this entrepreneurial equation and have them share their story of their path to figuring it out. And I bet you some of them will realize that maybe one of the pieces from the puzzle from the equation is missing and they need to come back to things they're passionate about or come back to the things that they're great at. You're lucky because you have parents that are going to help you navigate this now instead of many years down the road in the future like many of us old folks have figured out entrepreneurial parents are especially interested in raising kids that pursue their purpose and help you guys identify and cultivate those unique gifts. Did you know there are a lot of parents out there that will guide their kids to instead look for a practical job or one that's more likely to make money or something that's secure? Those things are good, but it's important to have passion. It's important to explore purpose. So I want to give you some examples just to get your wheels turning. This doesn't mean you have to fit into any of these boxes, right? So maybe you're someone that loves animals and you have an elderly neighbor who has a dog, but they're having trouble taking that dog out for walks each day because they're older and they're a little unsteady on their feet. But you're really good with animals and you love animals and you love being outside. Maybe you could offer to walk their dog this summer and and teach that dog a new trick or to show up a couple times a day and take the dog out. 
Or maybe you love to teach things that you know to people. You're the teacher at heart, right? Like you like to teach your younger sibling things. Maybe you want to plan a mini summer day camp for younger neighbors and have them all come together. And the parents in the neighborhood would love you because they'll have some help with the kids. And you can use your natural gifts of teaching and your passion for being with younger kids and helping them and bring that into an idea. Or you love to cook and you're really good. You have a palate that can taste the right flavors and know what things pair together. Maybe you're going to learn how to make a new recipe and invite your grandparents over for dinner. So learn a new skill that interests you that's going to benefit somebody else in some way. And it's combining those skills with an opportunity that provides a service for somebody else that opens the door to an opportunity for a job or a business or work that will be born and we can practice that skill no matter how old we are. So give this a try. Get out that journal or that notebook. Go through some of these exercises. You might have to go back, pause, write down some things and keep listening. But there's an entrepreneur inside of you that's waiting to get out, but you have to explore this equation. What are your unique skills and giftings? What are you passionate about? And how can you use those things in combination to serve somebody else? Okay, let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.